mate. One percent better every day, mate. That's the that's the aim of the game, right? Like, never mind trying to. That's what one percent. That could be. That could be the name of your. That could be the name of your book. One every day. One a day. One percent a day. Like a little battery reloaded. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the cheesiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, you know that. You know that. You've got a picture of the battery on the front. 1% a day. Reload the body and mind. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and you can have a little bit of a little mouth on top with a bit of cheese. Yeah. I, you know what? But you know you know, a, a bloke has, has um, published a book, right? It says the title is something like, everything men know about women and it's blank the book is blank it's not got a single character in it and he sold fucking thousands of copies oh i guess people use it as notepads haven't they and they've, started, they've taken notes about what they do know about women or like a, a joke present no I, I, it wasn't a book it wasn't a book it was, it was a notepad it was a notepad <laughs> <laughs> You, you got go. it wrong. It was a notepad. <laughs> it's, it's called a two-in-one book. Book two. and notepad. <laughs> wow, that's, that's two types of markets you can bust into, mate. Buzzing, buzzing. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, go. Welcome back, brother. Like you are the first repeat you, guest on on the uh, on the show, I guess. Um, Privileged. Privilege. Like I get a lot from you. I know other people. Other people do. I, oh, fun fact, I can't cross my legs like that, you know. Can you not? I can't. It's the most comfiest way to sit. And I get a lot of stick for it. Not going to lie to you. But, you know, this is how I like it. I sit one leg on top of the other, I relax back, and I put my hands on top of my legs, and I feel great. I tell you what, it's right, weird. this is going to bust a myth for me, right? Because for, what am I, 24? For 24 years, I've been racking my brains, and I've been trying to put my gonads in every position I can possibly do it. <laughs> and every time I cross my frigging legs like that, my balls feel like they're going to pop. I got. I, I can tell you the answer to it. Mine are very small, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just being honest. Can <laughs> we leave that there, Alex? Smuggling, <laughs> smuggling raisins. <laughs> Bungee smugglers. <laughs> Hey, I got I got a couple of pairs of them, mate. I tell you what. I bet you have been out there, mate. The, the I tell you what, the the designs they have are awesome, but my god, you need it to not be a cold day. You're otherwise, not going to send them to me. Otherwise, it's a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what I mean? You hop in the sea for about five I minutes, you're fine. Because yeah. it shrimps, and then you basically, you know, you're you're not smuggling anything then. But, I mean, if it's a warm day, you're like, exactly. geez, where are they going to go? Yeah, exactly right. Anyway, I've got go a funny story for you, Alex, if you've got time for it. Mm. So we went to France, must be two years ago now, and took, I was, took Betsy to camp, we drove her to France, and um, campsite, and the girls wanted to swim, but it didn't have a swimming pool. Um, so we um, went for a walk, and we found La Piscine, good French, nice. um, and um, it was like a, a swimming baths. But So I went in there, and um, I got changed, went to go in, and they stopped me. I'm not going to try a French accent, because I haven't got one. Yep. And um, oh, what's wrong, mate? He said, no, no. So what? Not allowed the kind of, like, short, these short styles. You yep. have to wear budgie smugglers. smugglers. And I went, I've not, I've not got any. 
the kids are there nearly in tears because they want to go in the swimming pool and they've got to be assisted. So I'm like, he went, follow me. Oh, oh no, kids, Mars behind me cracking up. And he went through this, uh, this room, opened up a cupboard, come out with the smallest pair of tightest smugglers you've ever seen. And he just smiled at me. He knew what he was doing. He just smiled at me because he knew the kids had to go in there. Given to me, I looked down at Frank. He went, Frank, are you sure you want to go in? She went, yes, daddy. Oh. So I had to go and put them on, mate. Oh, my God. Marley was just in absolute stitches the whole time. But then you go in there and everyone's wearing them and it feels normal. When everyone does something, you should feel normal. Am I not correct? Whether yeah. you've done it before or not, yeah. you should feel, oh, I didn't fit in. Oh, no. <laughs> Mate, I did not. The look on my face said it all, Alex. I was stood there. I was like, you know, moving. Oh, I couldn't get comfortable. In the end, I had to just go and sit in the shallow end, just sit down, not do nothing, and watch the kids play. No joke. It was so funny. So, so funny. I think um, you, you like the look of you. Fair, probably, probably. Not many do. Um, but, yeah, I had to give him back to him at the end. And he just had a little smile on his face. He knew what he'd done. He knew what he'd done. Fair play to the guy. Another English guy. He's cracked. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. gullible English man's come over to the south of yeah. France. That's it. I'm going to make him wear this these. Uh, these I literally got it down my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, mate, they make for good stories. They make for good stories. For sure, mate. And, you know, sure. I've, I've got a pair with uh, pink donuts on it. You know what I mean? Have you really? Yeah, and I've also. Are you going to try them on for me? <laughs> Next could... time we do one, right? I want you wearing them. This could turn into a video podcast. <laughs> it could do. <laughs> I tell, I tell you what. Let Let's start on OnlyFans. Maybe we'll make a few bob. <laughs> Mate, I tell you what. I need a few bob. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, some of some of the pennies these lot earn on OnlyFans is ridiculous. I wouldn't know. Is that right? Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, how else have I afforded to be over here, mate? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Steady. Nah, like, uh, fucking budgie smugglers are funny, man. Like, you, you do see um, you do see more people over here, obviously, wearing them, but it's, it's nice and sunny, you know what I mean, rather than jumping in the channel yeah. in a pair of budgie smugglers. Like, you would freeze <laughs> your testicles off and leave them in the bottom of the ocean. Um. But yeah, it's funny, like in it, like Britain. Britain is the only country in Europe that finds it weird to not shower naked communally. Yes, and I, I think that comes from the the being at school days. Personally, you I know that, does, that yeah. moment when everyone's having a shower and everyone's in there. You look around, and literally everyone's got their full clothes on, just getting wet. <laughs> that is it. Just getting wet. You know, but there's all oh Alex, this is true. There's always one. There's always one that doesn't care. He gets changed totally naked and just walks in proud as anything. And he's usually the one that, you know, has started puberty at like the age of four. You know, he walks in, bit of hair on his chest, and he is fully fledged adult by like eleven years old. Yeah, and you he's know proud why? Punched. Because you've got to measure yeah. him in a ruler. Like, he's absolutely <laughs> swinging a stick down there. And he's just like, that's it, fellas. I'm the alpha. I still shower my clothes on. <laughs> what, in a cubicle? <laughs> Mate, there are cameras everywhere these days, Alex. You just don't know who to trust. I mean, even in your own home. <laughs> oh, yeah. I tell you. 
The missus keeping an eye on me. Especially in your own home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no! Nah. Anyway, so, moving moving swiftly on. Moving swiftly on. A little bit of a um, a soft digression. Soft digression. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So the first time we spoke about obviously team spirit. Um. If people yeah. don't know about team spirit by now, they've been living under a rock. It is absolutely yeah. incredible. You've made leaps and bounds since last time. Leaps and bloody bounds. Which is yeah. which is awesome, and I'm sure we're gonna uh, dive onto that. But something, even if right, so even if you take, I was thinking about this the other day, right? You take yourself away from Team Spirit, mm-hmm. which is hard to do. But if if we just separate those, separate those two, yeah, you've still got so much more to give, and a lot of other people still take so much from you, from the whole thing of chase the pain. Yeah, and. Hope so. No, de- 100% definitely. And it's the fact of like, I love the, uh, I love the tease for try. Yeah. I love the whole thing of, hey, we're 1% better. We've just yeah. got to put in the work when we can. Give each other a, yeah. a high five and a fist bump when we're done. Applaud the effort. Sure. Yeah. And, and move forward. Hey, we're not going to be perfect. <laughs> we're not going to be world class at the start. And where did uh, where did chase the pain come from? Because it it I don't want to say it, it seemed like your mentality flipped, but it seemed like you just spoke to yourself and said, "Darren, you're going to go all in, mate." Oh, yeah, I think you're probably right there, buddy. I mean, I was yeah, it was about yeah, just yeah, it was January the first last year. I kind of started committing to getting back into it, and I think I'd with work family you know i put every i've got quite an addictive personality alex you probably know that anyway um so the last few years i've just put everything into my family my you know my girls with, with mara and her football i've put and my wife i've put everything to that and, and my my team spirit company and those years tick over and it's like i kind of forgot about doing some i think for me and i as much as i've always been happy and everything you know i don't play football anymore so i kind of lost that and I was just doing a little bit of light fitness. And um, January the 1st, I said to myself, I want, to, I want to take on a new challenge again. And that's when the burpee challenge started. Do you remember? I was doing one burpee a day every day. Mm. And you add one every day. So January the 1st was one. January the 2nd was two. And um, I got to um, about four months into that. And I started doing a lot more CrossFit stuff. And obviously the lockdown started. So every day to keep myself mentally sane, I wanted to stay fit. I've, I like every day ticking boxes so I've, I've achieved something. I like that sense of accomplishment, you know, um, and that makes me feel good. And being quite selfish, I feel good about myself when I do something and you get an end goal. Um, and then I was kind of doing these workouts thinking, yeah, these are, these are crazy. Um, and I hit, I hit some thresholds where I wanted to do a 2K row sub seven minutes. And I, I was at like 820 and I thought I would never get to that, to that stage. And I ended up doing a 659. And when I fell off the rowing machine, you know, during, during that row, during that row, I was just like, I was in my element. Do you know when you, it's, 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 um, it's an amazing feeling where you, you know, you're going harder or further than what you think you can go. So actually I, I'm not this fit, but I'm pushing myself to make myself get fitter. You're going through that red line and you keep going and you keep going. And then the kind of, after that rowing session, um, and I was really proud to get 6.59, and I know loads of people can do better than that, but it isn't about that. It was always me. It's just me v. me. It's just mm-hmm. me v. me, and that is it. And I, lo- I really love that mental battle. 
And I was doing some crayons that afternoon with Frankie in the, on the, in the garden. And we were drawing pictures and I, I wrote Chase Payne. And I've, done a, I've still got the picture now that I've got as a logo in my house. Um, and from that moment onwards, I was just like, you know, that's what I've done. I chased a lot of pain today. Um, and everyone's chasing different pain in their lives as well. There's lots of different types of pain you can chase. But my pain was the pain threshold of fitness. Um, and at that moment, I felt horrendous. And I couldn't move. I was on the sofa for half an hour. I couldn't move. I, was so, I wasn't very well afterwards. Um, but I loved it. And from that moment, I was like, you know, the burpees wasn't enough. Just doing the burpees wasn't enough. So I had lots of other CrossFit stuff into it. And by six months into my burpee challenge, I decided to stop the burpees because I was, I was on like 180 something a day. Um, and you've got to do it every day. So it's affecting my workouts now. So I had to call, incorporate 180, 181 burpees into that session. And doing that every day was really affecting what I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn double lunges. I wanted to learn muscle ups. I wanted to learn, um, you know, toes to bar. And it's really affecting me. So I ended up doing six months of that challenge. And that was ended, it was like 16,000 burpees for the first six months of the year. Um, and I just love chasing pain. And I started posting a few things to friends who started getting involved. Me, I was... It's time. So... I ripped all the stuff out of the shed and I fitted out with the concept to row. I've got my barbells. I've now got my own gym. And every every day, I like to try and chase some pain. It might be a 10-minute EMOM. It might be, you know, just a row or it might be an active recovery day. But I like to chase some pain. And it makes, it honestly, it makes me feel alive. You know, mm. at that moment, when I'm going through that threshold of, God, you know, I am, I'm spent. Your, your mind, what does it say to you? It says stop, doesn't it? It says stop. And I like to say, yeah, let's have it. Right now, I'm going to attack you. And, I, and that's what I feed off, Alex. You know, it's, it's really weird, but i got goosebumps thinking about it. Seriously, I, like today's been an active rest day for me. So today I've just rested. I've done a, a, a good one wad, lots of stretching. Um, but I'm already missing, not just the fact that I've got to work out, I didn't for it to spiral like that, but that's just how it's worked out. Um, and yeah, I thoroughly enjoy it. It makes me feel alive. Um, I've got my PT qualification as well last summer. Um, so I'm now doing PT in um, as part of Team Spirit as well. So that's another arm to the business. I've got a few clients that I work with one to one and I'm really enjoying getting them out of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting a lot out of that. Um, and I've got some a mixed ability of clients. And I love working with those clients that think they can't get very far when actually you know you can get something out of them. Mm. And once they realise they can do it, they just fly, mate. Just fly like a bird. And they, and they feel so they feel so good about themselves. Um, so, yeah, man, that's kind of a little bit of that chase pain. You know, it, it is what it is. And I absolutely love it. I love getting out of that comfortable zone. You know, I, I love getting uncomfortable. Um, yeah. 
hundred percent, mate. And I think there is, um, I think there's some strength through discipline. And uh, Jocko speaks about it all the time when he says uh, there's freedom in discipline, and and you gain so much. And the more I I speak to males in particular, uh, like females are incredible. They can just do everything to the utmost standard and just keep themselves like in this like euphoric state. But I I I, um, I speak to males right and. They have to, what I've come to a realization is they have to keep themselves between two lines because I, I believe like the male mind is so easily corruptible. Like we could, we like, <laughs> we could chase rabbits. You know what I mean? And we'd be like, yeah, like, let me go. Let me get it. Let, you're yeah. like, mate, you're chasing rabbits yeah. in the field. You're not doing anything. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and that could be, you know, anything that could be constructive or destructive or somewhere in between or both, you know what I mean? And I think that, yeah. I know for me personally, that discipline, I get so much more energy out of. Do you think that's going to be with yourself yeah. with like, hey, Darren, like you feel like shit today, but I'm yeah. addicted to the fact of I have to do this. And I yeah, told I feel myself- like I've got purpose, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. There you go. You said it. Purpose. That's what I was trying to pull out of you. Yeah, yeah. I feel. I feel as I've really got that purpose. I don't feel as though I like. I don't need to go and do it to make myself feel better. But I've mm. got a purpose that I want to do it for the right. I feel for the right reasons. Because mm. you can be addicted in the fact that oh, I'm not feeling it today. But I better just because I've got to. I'm. I'm not doing it because I just feel as though I've got to do it. I really want to do it, and I. I want to. I want to hit that threshold. Mm. I Sometimes it's a short word or it might be a bit of cross training um, or a cycle or run. You can't always redline it. Um, and I've learned that the hard way because I always try to redline it last year. Um, but I've learned to manage myself better and also to better myself in different areas. So chase pain doesn't just represent the pain threshold. It represents the purpose of trying something over and over again. You know, muscle ups, mate. Oh, I post quite a few videos of me trying to do the muscle ups and I can do strict pull ups fine. And, you know, and but the muscle-ups were a killer for me. I can now do that. I can do five unbroken. I can now put them into wads, some decent workouts. And muscle-ups now are comfortable for me, whereas before they were really uncomfortable. And the pain was I just couldn't do them. You know, at the moment, handstand push-ups, I can't do. I think the strength's there. It's just the technique. Um, double unders. One day you can do seven. Next day you can do 20. Next day you can't do any. It's... There's different types of pain, isn't there? Um, and I think as long as you're pushing yourself to be the best that you can be at that given time and you don't let that pain stop you, as in frustration because you can't do it, or, oh, I'm, I'm a bit tired, I, I can't push on. Yeah, you can. Um, so I, I think I'm addicted to that, definitely, just that moment, you know? Um, and when you do push on and you after the session, that feeling after the session, right, is, I'm sure you'll agree, is is up there with some of the best feelings there is, you know, after you've smashed the workout. I remember when I, last year I'd done um, Murph three times and the third time I wanted to really push for the time. I had the vest on and I and it ended up doing 36.59, but I wanted to try and break 36 minutes and I was quite gutted that I didn't. And then I realised where well, last time I'd done it, I didn't wear a vest and I'd done it, it took me longer with, without a vest. So you've got to put things in like perspective sometimes and also not expect too much from yourself. Because then you start beating yourself up, don't you? And you get really negative about it. Um, so, yeah, man, I think you're exactly right. You've definitely pulled up for me. You're right. Definitely there, mate. Totally agree. Yeah, be, pr be proud of yourself of, of what you can achieve. But then also, 
never be a hundred percent satisfied because you, you don't want to like sit on your high horse, right? And and rest on your laurels no. and say, Hey, you know, I've done five muscle ups, that's good enough. Like there's always a bigger fish. Keep going. Keep going, yeah. mate. You know, there's yeah. always like what what are we saying? Weightlifting, like uh rule number one in weightlifting, come to the realization you'll always be shit in weightlifting. And it's like not to the <laughs> fact of like you can never be good at this sport, but at the end of the day, there's always another kilo. Like, even yep. if, which 100%. is completely impossible, even if you move the barbell in the perfect form, the perfect form, which is nothing can ever be perfect, right? We're humans. But even if you move it in a perfect form, you can still add a kilo. Correct. There'll always be more weight you can put on the bar. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's humbling, but it's also that it, it goes back to Buddha, right? Happiness is the journey. It's not the destination. Yeah, yeah. Well, the purpose sure. When, when the you journey. get there, you're like, oh, what do I do now? What do I do now? That's that's like it's, it's so true. Like even you use the example of the muscle ups there. You know, once you've got to X amount, well, what can I do? What else can I do now? What can I progress with? And I think that's with with fitness. We talk about fitness. You know, from being an unfit person to getting fit, that could be quite a quick change. Mm-hmm. If you work hard at it, your gains can be quite quick on times and your personal bests. And then when you start getting to a higher level, your um, improvements get very small because it, it takes so much longer to improve those areas. And I think, you know, a lot of people get a bit frustrated that they're not improving it by 30 seconds or lifting uh, 20K more than what they did last time. Because when they first started, it was 40K. Now they're up to 80. Why aren't they smashing 120? Whereas actually, it's, it's all relative, isn't it? As you get better you know the in improvements will actually become smaller and smaller and that's why it's so hard so so hard to keep on proving and um you know you never you never really um get better at something you just become fitter do you know what i mean um and i feel as though the fitter you get the the harder it actually gets you don't it doesn't get any easier at all it it, it just carries on getting harder um there's also many there's many degrees of progress because you can, you know, say, for example, you get, you get your muscle up, it opens another door and that door can go down like 20 different channels. You know, you try and move yeah. with a little bit more virtuosity. You try and link a couple more. You do it fatigued. You do it a little, you tighten up your kip. You do it strict. You might add weight to yourself. Like there's, there's yeah. so many different things you can do to improve. And I think, once you start progressing in this game of fitness, like you get that addictive feeling of like, oh shit, like there's so many things that I can do. Like yeah. 10 minutes of mobility is improving my fitness because I can get into positions better. You know, it's exactly. improving my the, my health and my joints and, and all those different things. And I think where people trip up on is just from experience and sitting back and watching is, is when people have that... Um, like that aesthetic goal, as people usually like to say. Yeah. So it's yeah. where they're like, hey, like I'll be, I'll be happy. Or well, my goal is to lose X amount of weight, to look a certain way, yeah. to do whatever, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, congratulations. But like, you can be labeled the most beautiful man or beautiful woman on the planet and be miserable as shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then what next? Very true, man. What very, do you do? True. Congratulations. You've got, yeah, uh, 12 packs on your stomach you've got dick skin abs 
your arms are the size of people's heads <clears throat> or you're like seriously in a bad way mentally. I'm like, well, is that, is that fitness? I'm like, no, like you're missing half the, half yeah, the yeah. So the performance side. Yeah. And I've, I, go on. When I was younger, I used to do that, mate. You know what I mean? When I, when I was 18, 19, 20, I remember I, I was doing it all for the wrong reasons. And I, you know what? I feel as like I wasted so much energy and time back in them days. Um, and um, what I love about specifically CrossFit, you know, really, really into the CrossFit is um, I love all the different challenges it challenges you in. You know, there's so many different dimensions to it. Um, and it really excites me to learn the gymnastics side of it. You know, it really excites me to learn the weightlifting. It excites me to try all these wads and, you know, all the benchmark wads. There are so many things you need to learn. And it is just continuous. It's a continuous evolution of your body learning the different types of movement and then trying to put those movements together. Gymnastics, weightlifting, cardio. These things, I don't think, you know, I think you've got to really do it to really understand it and to really feel that feel that pain that CrossFit gives you because it is a different type of pain. Mm. Um, and uh, that's really what has, you know, helped me throw myself into it. There's so many different areas. And again, it's like, you know, there's so many things to learn. And I really enjoyed that opportunity to learn different things. And again, get comfortable at being uncomfortable. You know, these things, I, I couldn't do a handstand, not even for one second. I just, my daughter watched me the amount of time just fall flat on my face every single day last summer. And I can just about maybe do 10 seconds now. You know, and that's uh, that to me is a massive improvement. You know, others can do it for minutes and that's brilliant. But to me, 10 seconds is is amazing. And I'm only going to keep trying to improve it. Um, so it's, it's just trying to put these things together and, you know, make, make the most of, if I'm going to learn this movement, I'm going to give it 100%. Mm. But there's so many to learn. So it's learn to split it all up as well, you know. It's, it, it's tough. It's really tough. That's a beautiful example, and I'm going to use it, right? You've, um, you, by putting yourself in that position where you're like, hey, I'm going to dedicate X amount of time per week, and I am going to do it, and I have to do it, whether I feel good or bad. Like, you couldn't hold a handstand yeah. for a second, right? And you yeah. take your immediate family that obviously you live with and your daughters, right? They're going to be, yeah. they're going to be watching you fall flat on your face, literally fall flat on your face. Literally. <laughs> um, yeah. For weeks, months, however long it took and they're just like what the hell's that doing out, outside like you know he's, he's literally <laughs> falling over like a wet salmon and the next thing you know you can hold a handstand for 10 seconds and it's just showed hey it doesn't matter where yeah, you true. start just consistent effort gets you places yeah right? you might not be able to hold it for a minute 100%. yeah it's a great might not be like perfectly straight mm. but like consistent effort makes progress and i think that's a beautiful example and it just shows yeah, like hey just get in the arena like i always go back to the quote by teddy roosevelt right the man in the arena deserves yeah. the credit not the critic and it's just like you were you were practicing the man in the arena you just get in there throwing punches yeah fair one fair one and what i like about what you said there as well is um you know you can especially being a dad you you can talk to children or you can talk i'm, I'm a teacher as well with sport and pe you can tell children stuff but you know what the best the best learning thing is just to let them see it you know it's all about visual um and not even trying to teach but just letting them see failure let them see that pain you know let them see what you're going through and also show them emotion you know i'm 
I get frustrated about it, you know, but then when they see you do it, they're like, whoa, get in there. And they kind of share that with you as well. And then without realizing that they are learning about, you know, being consistent. And I always use the saying, you know, I want you to fail harder, go and fail harder. Um, fail forward is a saying as well, isn't it? But I love fail harder because the more consistent you are, the more times you put yourself in that position, then brilliant. Um, and yeah, it's a nice way to teach my kids as well, because obviously they, they did kept to seeming full flat on my face quite a few times. And they found it quite funny, which is brilliant. You know, mm. they, they're finding it funny as well. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But you'd rather them like fail at something and, and get a chuckle out of it as in them personally failing at something, getting a chuckle out of it rather than just being, super scared shell up and then just yeah it would, it would you know you, you you hear stories of people all the time when they were a kid and they might have been um ridiculed for for failing at a test or failing a penalty shootout or whatever it was and then they never tried anything again they're like 30 years of yeah. age and they never tried anything again and i think that's so sad yeah. and it just it, it is like it humanizes you like a lot of the time kids will look up to a coach or a teacher and they will be like these people are like a step above people. They know everything. They're incredible. They're perfect. They, they can do everything. And especially when you, like, for example, I knew you were an incredible, well, you still are an incredible footballer. Yeah, thank you. So, <laughs> so the, um, which is not a proper sport, by the way, but um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, was mainly, I tell you what, I was the best sub going, mate. Unbelievable <laughs> sub. I had a great warm-up routine. <laughs> Got the crowd going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did a couple of stretches. <laughs> Great. Um, but they'll, they'll look at it and be like, oh my God, like Darren is awesome at football. I can't, I can't get anywhere near that. But getting in the arena, even whether it's joining a class, if you're a CrossFit coach, whether it is joining in a, in a skill or whatever, whether it's showing, whether it's, hey, I'm going to be trying this challenge. Here's a link to it while you're at, at home, which is beautiful with the technology. You can watch me try a 2k roll. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it in sub seven. Yeah. Yeah. Whether I do or not is, you know, it's up to the gods or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see, but um, I'm going to try anyway. Yeah, for sure. And they'll be for able sure. to say, Oh wow. Like, okay. If you know, coach or teacher or Darren or is, um, is, is trying these things and putting him in a pretty vulnerable position, then they can play, throwing and catching with a beanbag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. 100%. That's, that's very, very true. And that's why I like to video a lot of my stuff. I put it on my Team Spirit website on the YouTube channel. Um, my half marathon row I put on there. Um, the 2K row I put on there um, and some other stuff. And now Marley's set up that Chase Pain YouTube channel where I pop a workout a week on there. And I just, it's not, it's, it's not to get a lot, uh, a thousand views or we're not asked for subscribers or anything like that. Marley's using it for her, um, her school project. Um, and it's like, for me, if people will come across that online, they see it, they will just see someone chasing some pain and going through that pain threshold. And I'm not, you know, I haven't got the best technique. I haven't, I'm, I'm not the best rower. By far, I am not the best weightlifter. You know, I've only just started learning that. But all these things, if, if they see me not doing, I'm trying my best. I'm trying my, if they see me trying my best, then they might, not be afraid to pick it up and give it a go just because they can't do it perfectly. Um, you know, it's not just about being perfect. It's just about trying to get it right. And you've got to fail a lot of times to do that. Um, and I think that's something that, especially in CrossFit world, gets a bit, um, 
a bit of bad press because they're like, oh, well, you're not doing weightlifting properly. Well, we've got to start somewhere, mm-hmm. have we not? You know, when you first started walking, could you walk straight away? No. You know, Usain Bolt, when he ran 100 metres, did he have perfect technique? No, you've all got to start somewhere. It's just that CrossFit's in, you know, in the highlight of the world right now. It really is big and everyone's just kind of trying to slay it because oh, it's not perfect form. We're try- a lot of us are trying our hardest, you know, and why shouldn't a 70-year-old mum or dad or grandpa go to CrossFit and give something a go and try and learn some techniques? You know, I think it's amazing, mate. Honestly, I do. And I think that's something that um, on the Chase Pain channel, people just see me getting after it, you know, and if they think, oh, that squat's not deep enough, that's cool. No problem. You know, no, that's okay. It's not going to affect me, that, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, just, just, just get after it, mate. Do you know what I mean? And, I think other people are always really worried about other, what other people think of their of their session or what they do. Just go and get after it. Go and chase that pain. And I think when people on on that my chase pain channel, when I'm when I'm working out, I kind of I put the sessions on there where I know I'm going to be uncomfortable. Um, and I I was watching my videos back, and I always see myself um, when I'm struggling or I'm going through that pain barrier. And you see, next time you watch a fitness video, watch someone when they're in pain, they shake their head. And they're doing this. They're shaking their head. And I've, when, I, when I saw myself do it, I kind of questioned, why am I shaking my head for? And then I, I watched Craig Ritchie. I mean, fantastic guy. His YouTube channel is amazing. Really great crossfitter. You know, got a great brand out. He's really done that YouTube thing really well. Big fan of um, Craig Ritchie. And um, he, I see him do a workout and he was kind of shaking his head a little bit. And I saw another professional guy do it as well. And a professional lady. And when they get to this, this zone, they, they they shake their head sometimes, and it's like, well, I'm going to start nodding my head. And it sounds really small, but it's 1%, and I'm going to start nodding my head. So when I'm in that pain threshold, and on the row the other day, I was rowing, and I was, it, it, it was tough. It was tough. Um, I was doing 500-meter uh, rows, fast as possible, um, with two-minute rests on um, 10 rounds. And I wanted to try and, try and push every row. You know, by round five or six, it was horrible. And I remember, I'm going to start nodding my head because I know it's horrible. And I watched the video back and I saw myself nodding my head. I'm like, yeah, yeah, come on, then I'm, I'm having it, you know? So rather than going, oh, man, nah. Because we all do it, right? We all do it. You must remember, oh, no, this is horrendous. Let's nod our head. Yeah, come on, then. Yeah. Or if you're still feeling negative, just keep nodding, the, just keep nodding your head. Honestly, it's a winner. I've tried it. Anyone listening, do your workout. Get to that pain threshold, chase some pain, and nod your head. Don't shake it. Every 1% counts, mate. I tell you, it makes a big difference. 100%. 100%. And it's funny because you do a workout, right? And people are like, oh, no, this hurts. I'm like, yeah, what do you expect? What did you expect? You just breeze. <laughs> from, from yesterday, right, your fitness has increased so well that you're going to breeze <laughs> through this workout and it's not going to hurt a single thing. Of course, it's going to fucking hurt. Jesus, get through it. <laughs> nod your head, God damn it, and just get yourself through it. Yeah, nod. Know what? Hashtag nod your head, guys. That's what it's all about. Um, yeah, I, I watched that video. Um, so I've just finished reading the book. You might have read it. Um, called um, Breathing Fire. Ooh. Breathe Fire. And it's quite uh, how how CrossFit started. Mm. Um, really, really good book. Um, and it um, talks about nasty girls and about their video they made, and it was to kind of launch CrossFit, as it were. Um, uh, it was, I think it was 2006, 2007. And it's three girls doing the workout. Um, I forget what the workout is, um, but she really, really struggled. And there was these girls in some so much pain. And because she didn't p- perform very well, 
she was like really dis I'm disappointed in herself but it's the most watched it was the most watched YouTube video I think that year of CrossFit and everyone loved it because she finished the workout the winner didn't get spoken about all they spoke about in the CrossFit community and, and the whole community was the girl that came last but absolutely kept on going it was the ring muscle up she couldn't do and she just you know when your muscles go and you got to try and recover you don't give yourself long enough and you try and go again you know it's a very it's a, Google the video on YouTube, Nasty Girls. It is an unbelievable video. It's inspirational. And the girl finishes the workout. And she's, um, I think she's a CrossFit I'm training now. I forget her name. I'm not good with names. But it's a fantastic book, um, Breathe, Breathe in Fire. I got it for Christmas. Really, really good book. Not as good as your book. So oh, yeah. not as good as your book, mate. <laughs> I led to a little plug there. Do you like that? I just led to a plug there for you. <laughs> oh, dear. Here we go. Yeah. Um, but no, it's a really good book. And, um, um, I forget who said it. I think it was Glassman that said it. That um, when you're working out and you're and you're really struggling, um, have have like a positive comment to yourself. Hmm. So it might be go, but it's something that just get get back on the bar. So something that tells you to go rather than rest. Um, and he said, um, breathe fire. And I've been doing that. So if I've been struggling, I just breathe and fire means let's go. Let's just do it. You know, there's there's no turning back now. I've just got to get back on the bar. And I used to struggle with that a lot. You know, thrusters, you know, Fran, getting back on that bar, you know, just trying to, you know, thrusters is something I really struggle with. Um, and just trying to pick the bar back up. I used to find that really hard. But I've, I've, it, it wasn't it wasn't physical. It was mental. It was mental. It was just a psychological thing. You know, just get back on the bar. You can do it. And this since January, I've been one of my focuses of this month was to really focus on getting back on the bar or just getting straight back on the rower and just limiting that rest. Do you know what I mean? Just, just go for it. And I've really made, I've made some really good differences this, this January um, to a lot of my workouts just because breathe, fire, nod the bloody head. That's it. Hashtag nod the head. Hashtag nod the head. <laughs> like it, it really does force you to, to think about why you started, right? Like hey, in the middle of the workout yeah. when things are so painful, <laughs> And you, yeah. you don't know who you are, never mind what you're doing. And you're just yeah. like, why am I putting myself through this? Why? <laughs> like, I don't have to do it. Like, you don't have no. to do it. But no. you're doing I'm it. not training for nothing. I'm not exactly. training for the open. I'm not, honestly, I'm training for nothing. I'll, I'll, I will try some workouts. Not, my daughter, what am I doing it for? I'm doing it. I want to do it. It's for me, you know? Yeah, you're not training, not training for anything, man. Mm. Doing huh? it for me. Doing it for life or doing it for me? Yeah, I'm doing it for me, like, yeah, doing it for me 100%. Mm. Yeah, 100%, mate. 100%. Positive and powerful, man. And like, it all depends on the individual, right? When you, you think of like <laughs> that, um, like breathe fire. Like you might think about that or you might think of goal or nod your head. Like it's all individual. Yeah. I got a couple of athletes, like um, it depends on the day. It might depend on the week. It might depend on the workout. And it also depends on the on the lads, um, the mentality or the ladies' mentality at the time. And yeah, you know, sometimes it's like, hey, remember why you started. You have to just get down on your knees and be like, it's all right, mate. But remember why you started. Yeah. Or another one that always um, always gets me. I heard Ben Bergeron say, um, where it's just like it'll pass. Like no matter what pain you're going through right now, yeah, it will pass. Like it yeah. will not be there forever. And I, I, to be honest, I've actually thought that during injuries too, where you might be in pain like that and your back is a great example. Like you might be in pain like that for months, never mind yeah. fucking minutes in a workout, yeah. months. And you're like, this is never going to end. 
Like I'm yeah. going to be in pain forever. Like I can't do this anymore. And you just got to think, Hey, this is going to pass. Like yeah. pain is not real. All right. It doesn't have a physical form. It's not real. It's not tangible. It's in your head. So get out yeah. of it. Like it's not, yeah. it's not real. And yeah. if, when people come to that realization of, Oh, pain isn't actually real. But we fear it so much. We do. I'm like, well, we're fearing something that doesn't exist. <coughs> Get over Mad, it, princess. But <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know, what when when you you know, talk about that pain and that threshold, we all hit that threshold of lactic acid buildup, and you know what your body can take. But the only way you can actually improve. Whether it's lactic acid threshold, whether it's your, you know, just 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 your heart rate, your cardio. The only way you can improve or time is by going through that pain barrier. Otherwise, you're just going to be at the same level. You you won't improve yourself. If you want a, a faster time, then run faster or further or the same distance but quicker. You know. So when we all know we're getting that, we all know when we're hitting that threshold, unless it's a uh, bit of a fast burn workout where it comes very quickly. Um, but otherwise, it's so you feel that build up, and you know when you're getting there, and it's a mental thing. You're like, yeah, I'm getting there now. Okay, I'm getting there. And can you push through that moment, or do you just go, yeah, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm going to maintain that because the only way you can progress is by taking your body where it hasn't been before on a consistent basis. Um, and I think that again, going back to the chase pain, that's what I like. I like that pain will be different every month because hopefully I'm going to try and progress, and I might not, but I'm going to try but that pain will always be different because um, you're progressing. Um, and I like to think that the body, the muscles, the mind, you're not training one thing. The pain is in different areas. So when I said about nod my head, well, that, I've only learned to do that of late and it's making a difference. Well, that, that's me improving. That's going to help me improve. Um, and on the rowing machine, when the legs are burning, you know, at some point it won't get any worse. Because it can't get any worse. You're in such a bad place. You're there and you're holding on. You've got 400 metres to go and you don't want to stop. It's not going to get any worse. Just keep going. It's not going to get any worse. Plow through it. If you, don't, if you stop now, especially on a 2K row, if you stop 1,500 metre mark where the 500, you're thinking, you know, I can't do, but you, you can. If you stop at 1,500, you've only got to do it again because you haven't improved anything because you haven't gone through that threshold. See. You're going to revisit that door again at some point, right? And you have to walk through the door. The more times you walk through that door of where you want to stop, you're going to get fitter, quicker, and you're also going to feel better for it as well. And that is definitely how you improve, you know, whether you want to stop and you decide to keep going, that, that's when you start seeing some really consistent improvements. And of course, like you said earlier, doing something consistently helps so, so much. Because it also, do you not find as well, it gives you confidence. Yeah. When I started with the bar, the barbell, only last year, you know, I was scared of the barbell. What do I do? You know, and you know, and, I, and I'm still not lifting very much, and I don't want to until I've got you know a half half good technique. Um, I don't want to get injured, of course. Um, so it's just trying to find that that balance. And I think confidence, whether it be with a row machine, dumbbells, whatever it is, the um, pull up bar. The more you do it, the more consistent you are doing that movement. I think the better you're becoming, and, and that's not even becoming fitter. That's just getting confident with that apparatus mm-hmm. um and i see a lot of my clients do a lot of i do a lot of rowing with my clients and they improve quicker on the road than anything else once 
technique and they've really got the catch and they're really working well. They're being really, really um, clever. They're working smarter, not harder. You know, got their stroke breakdown, working with power. They, they improve so, so much. And that's just getting used to the equipment. And I think that's, that's underestimated, underestimated. Get used to the equipment. You only get used to it if you're consistent, as you say, being consistent with it. Um, and I like to consistently chase pain. It's just what I like to do. And, you know, I, you know, I don't really compare my result, results to anyone else. It's, it's just me against me. And I've got my own little record board I've got in the gym and I like to try and push a record. Um, so, you know, and if I don't break it, then that's cool. I've, that day wasn't my day and I, I give it everything I got. That's it. It is what it is. Well, like we said before, like pain comes in many forms, right? And the pain that you go through during a workout might last a couple hours after the workout, if that, okay? At the maximum, you might feel a bit ill a couple hours after the workout. If you go so hard, like you're not really going to go any further than that, right? But the mental pain yeah. you're going to get from quitting or from slowing down or from not going through that door, like you said, will just bug you and bug you and bug you and it will stick with you. And when you wake up in the middle of the night for a piss, it will be there. Like it will not leave you alone until yeah. you shake hands with it. And yeah. it's, it's the whole thing of like, how do you weather a storm, right? You go yeah. through it. What are you going to do? Turn around and run away? Well, that isn't an option. Yeah. Are you going to try and go around it? Well, no, because yeah. the storm will still, uh, will still smash you. Are you just going to stick in <laughs> yeah. one position? Hell no, you're not. Because it's just going to come no. and, and tundle over you. So the only thing you can yeah. do is go through it. and this Just is accept gonna... it, make friends with it and go through it. Boom. Accept it. Accept Shake it, hands with your make devil. Make friends with it and go through it. Shake hands with the devil, mate, and go through it. And you know what? That is, I love that because when, on my, so I think I've seen the photo on my wall where the rowing machine, I've got the quotes on the wall. Rocky's mm -hmm. a, a legend to me and I've got some quotes on the wall and I've got a, one of yours on there, you know, hard work works. Um, and um, when it one one on there it says when it hurts push harder you know when it when it does hurt I like I like to then go right I'm now going to push the hardest I've pushed and I'm going to I'm going to give you hell mm. if you think this hurts mate you wait till two minutes time it hurt even more let's have it mm. literally and that that goosebumps thinking about it that that's what I that's what I buzz off mate I love it I absolutely love it and I can't hi oh, Frank come here down my daughter's come say good night hello love you alright say mm -hmm. hi. On the podcast. What's up, boss? Oh, ha what's your favourite CrossFit move? Yeah. What do you like doing most? Skin the cat. Skin the cat. Skin she the loves cat. the rings, mate. Doing skin. Yeah, that's a good one, darling. Mate, she's wow. loving the rings at the moment. She's working on her kipping, aren't you, darling? Yeah. And your box jumps are getting there. Mm. How about your wall ball slams? Mmm. Mm. Still working on them. Yeah. All right. I'll give you a kiss. Have you? Right. Um, so yeah, I, I absolutely thrive on that moment. And when and like I say, you know, when when it hurts, good. Come on then, just thrive on it. Um, and everyone's got that in them. And I don't get me wrong, every every time, you know, we aren't always successful, and it doesn't always work. And yeah, it's going to hurt, and you might end up shorter than where you want to be. But I tell you what, I'm going to give it a good old go. And everyone can. It is a mindset thing. But I do love that, mate. Love that moment of, yeah, come on, man. Let's attack it. Every time you get one shot, right? So, for example, you'll only ever do the yeah. workout for the first time once. You'll only ever do the workout for the fifth time once. Like, you have one shot yeah. every single time. So, it's just like, all right, cool. If I got one shot, there's no do-overs. I can't repeat. I'm not going halfway through this workout 
pausing, going back, refeeding and doing it again. Like, no, you get, you get one yeah. shot. You've got an hour, you've got 20 minutes, you've got five minutes, whatever. So if you can only give your 40% of your total capacity today, then give your 40%. If you can give me 10%, yeah. give you 40%. True. Give me 10%. If you yeah. can go All harder than you think you could go, do it. Because you get yeah. one shot. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And then be, give and yourself a right. every day. Every day isn't perfect. Yeah. yeah. Every day you aren't feeling always, you know, perfect for the situation or perfect for that workout. And then, you know, but some great example there. Love that, mate. That's perfect. So 50%, that's what I'm going to give. I'm going to give you all I can give. And that's the part, isn't it? I'm going to give you everything that I can give right now. And that is spot on. Because every day, no one's 100%. It's very rare anyone's ever 100%. You know, whether it's aches, niggles, you know, tiredness or, you know, up with the girls at night or whatever it may be. But if you go in and give it an honest T for try, 100%, just give it what you got. No more questions can be asked, can they? No. And, get, and think of it this way, right? If you give 1% of what you can do, 1%, which is, which is nothing, right? You think to yourself, and you're like, one percent? Is that even like, is that worth doing? Like, really? That's one percent more than you would have done if you wouldn't have done it. And if Correct. you, that's one percent better. One percent better every day. Yeah. Everyone knows. Yeah, 1%, oh yeah, I'll, I'll get one percent better every day. Okay, yeah, and the one percent better. But if you only give your one percent, then there you go. That's your one percent. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So 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 true, man. So true. And again, mentally wise, just by going out and doing that one percent. You feel so good for it mentally, especially right now when, you know, I'm in the UK and we're in lockdown, you know, that 1% a day can make a big difference, you know, my wife, yeah. so something else has happened as well since I've been doing the workouts and that since last year. So my, my wife has never done fitness. She started doing rowing um, and she's, she's taken up some fitness as well. She rows four times a week now, even when she doesn't want to, she would go out there and, and, and get it done, you know, and I, the worst thing I can do is try and ask her to do it because then she won't want to do it. So I don't get involved. But she's seen the difference it's made to me and the kids because both kids love CrossFit. You know, they're into it. They love it. And she's been out there and she's, I looked on the whiteboard and she wrote on there 378K. Darling, who wrote that on the board? And she went, oh, I did. I went, okay. What's that for then? You do maths or something. She went, no, I'm, um, I'm going to row to Liverpool. So her target was to row to Liverpool. She wants to go to Liverpool and she... Worked how far it was, and friends said, Yeah, okay. Once I've rowed that, I'm allowed to go there. So, wow. like, she's been doing, yeah, she couldn't row more than 500 meters. She's doing 5Ks now, you know, and you know, in you know, 26 minutes, 27 minutes, her 1K time went down from six minutes to 5.30, and she's trying to break five minutes, you know. Um, my daughter Marley, hers was 4.55 down to 4.28. Um, Frankie does a 200 meter row. And they've all got their little records on the wall and they kind of manage themselves. Um, and we, we, we don't really talk about it much in the house, but we've all got our own little targets and we go out and just do it. Um, and yeah, I think that's been quite, quite inspiring as well, where as a family, we're kind of all doing it together. Um, and my wife is, you know, she can't stand football or fitness. So the fact that she can do it, trust me, anyone can do it. Um, and she's really good. You know, she's got a great technique now. And it's given her a lot of self-confidence that, you know, you get, you get used to the rowing machine, you get to learn some new techniques. Oh, I can do this. She's got bad knees, so she can't really run much. So she's never really ran. And um, yeah, rowing, mate, she's taken to it and she loves it now. Um, or loves to hate it, it might be better. Mm. <laughs> um, but she's doing it. 
she's doing it. And when she's feeling tired or she's had a really rough day at work, she's got quite a stressful job um, working with um, trafficked women. Um, she, she, she looks after women and um, houses them and supports them. Really, really high, high support needs. Um, she comes home, she still goes out and does it. And she would never have done that before. And I think just being consistent and trying to break her own targets has got her doing that. So that's, you know, it's, it's another reason to be consistent because it's great for your mental, mental health, isn't it? Absolutely. All hats off for doing that. Like that's, that's incredible. And, and to be able to, to be able to do that. And I'm sure she's, she's felt so much benefit mentally and it's all come from, from you, right? You, you were the spark. You, you were just like, Hey, I'm going to put myself in a really vulnerable, uncomfortable position and something that I'm really shit at. And I'm going to try and consistently i'm just going to go out and i'm going to keep trying and then that's it everyone else just goes wow and it's not because you were you were stood up on a pedestal saying yee-haw yee-haw look at me it's like nah like you kind of just kept your keep your mouth shut keep your head down and just keep working hard and that that's a leader not a boss and leaders leaders stay the, the truer time you know what i mean they will people will will follow you into battle that's what i always say like yeah i try and keep um i want a group of leaders around me right i don't agree with the whole like oh alpha kills alpha and all that sort of shit i'm like all right congratulations but you need to know how to deal with other types of people yeah keep keep uh, a tight-knit circle around you so if any one of them turned around and was like i'm going to war you'd be like okay let's go you would follow them into battle and that's yeah. the, they're the people, you know, they're the revolutionaries, they're the bold people, they're the people that change things. And even if it's on a minute scale, like you said, of um, helping Kylie's fitness, yeah, of just, yeah, yeah. she's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try this. And then like rowing to Liverpool, that's absolutely insane. And that's awesome. And, <laughs> you know, t- touching on the whole mental health thing um, as well, like the whole cognitive fitness, and because I, I think physical and, and mental um, health is combined i don't think they're they're separate entities like it it goes back to the to the storm the only way like we know in western medicine right we are reactive medicine you come to me with a cut i give you uh, a plaster you come with me with a a, an illness i give you a pill rather than um preventative rather than trying to stop things from happening anyway I don't know a great deal about the whole Western medicine in, in terms of uh, mental health. I'm not going to say I'm not qualified in that sense at all. A little bit of a disclaimer. However, I see people and they're just given this pill, that pill, put in a system, cycled round. And I'm like, you're basically, you're putting them in, they're putting them in a box and telling them to do laps. They're never going to get out of that box. They're just going to keep yeah. going round and round and round. And eventually they're going to keep on banging their head against the wall so much. They're going to get so sick of it. And God forbid, they'll end up cocking themselves. Yeah. So you're just like, all right, well, how do you do it? Well, you hold their hand, metaphorically or physically, and you walk through the fucking storm. And yeah. you shake hands with whatever you need to. You go on a bloody spiritual, emotional, mental like adventure where you cleanse yourself of like dopamine or you do physical stuff or, you know, you lock yourself in your room and you just like work through every piece you need to, you go through that storm 
whatever you don't want to do is probably the thing you need to do. Let's be honest. Yeah. You don't want to the go thing out. you don't want to do is, it's usually the hardest thing to do, isn't it? That's, hardest that's, thing. That, that, that's, that's the problem, is it? The hardest thing to do is what you don't want to do. And the hardest thing is usually the best thing to do for you. Yeah. And we would a lot, it's natural to go, ah, oh, nah, nah, it's all right. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you want to come home and cook a nice meal, well, you can cook, we can all cook, or maybe I can't very well, but, you know, get fresh vegetables and make a beautiful step up meal. Actually, I can chuck something in the freezer. Do you know what I mean? It's a very similar kind of thing where it's just so easy. Um, and that's the, the, the way it is. And I'm, you know, I do that sometimes. And, you know, I try to cook, not very good at it, but it's, it's, it's very, very true, mate. Um, and I think it, it, a lot of that takes a lot of time and it is the hardest thing to do. Um, but it makes the biggest difference. Mm. But where, look where comfort's got us. Like, you, yeah, you no, know, yeah. me- mental health is at a halt- all-time <laughs> high. Um, obesity yeah. is at an all-time high. Like social problems at all-time high. Like we are awesome. Human beings are awesome. Yet it looks like we're shooting each other in the foot. I'm like, hey, it's not that hard, right? It's not that hard to care about the next person. It's not that hard to look after your health a little bit, and it's not that hard to be a little bit of accountability. Have a little bit of accountability for your own actions. Like, hey, if I'm going to walk into the NHS or a hospital and say I got chest pains, but I'm 45 stone, no fucking wonder you got chest pains, mate. Yeah, it's very true. I'm like, have a little bit of accountability, (laughs) care about the next person saying, hey, you know what? Someone might need a surgery, but I'm taking their space and time because Mm -hmm. for the past 10 years, I've eaten myself into a situation. Like, have a little bit of accountability. Have a little bit of discipline with yourself. Yeah, comfort is a great thing. But also, you learn so much in that uncomfortable state. And chasing yeah, you learn, pain you learn, is the way to yeah. do it. You learn more. You learn more about yourself. At that, that, it's also at that moment whether you can go on or whether you can't. You know, I'll probably learn more about myself in that snap of a finger when I decide to carry on or, or I'm going to slow down a little bit. You know, and it doesn't always work. And sometimes, you know, I'm... I have only got 40% to give. If I've got a percent, I'm going to give it. Um, and you learn so much about yourself and it gives you a lot of confidence and self-belief to go and do things. And hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully um, others and other people that listen to this will go out and, and give it a go and try some techniques we spoke about, um, especially the hashtag nod your head, get that trending, um, you know, and um, you can just, just get after it and just challenge yourselves and push yourselves in, in more than one way, isn't it? Like we said, it's not just about the fitness side of it. It's the being consistent every day. You know, I've last, last year in January the 1st, I said to myself, I'm going to, I'm going to read a book. So I'm going to read a bit of a book before bed every night, no phone in my bedroom. It's been a nightmare. I'd sit up on my phone. I got rid of it. No TV at night, unless it's a weekend and it's a luxury. It feels like a luxury now. Last year, I read 35 books. That's more books I've read in my entire life. 35 books. And there was a, a wide variety of books. Of course, um, a lot of them were Where's Wally? <laughs> um, no. Um, I, I, I read 35 books and I found about 474 million Wallies. Um, honestly, I read, I've never slept so well in my life. Um, and I just feel so revived the next day. And, and, I, and I've carried it on as well. I'm on my third book this year, I read Breathing Fire 
that was the um, first book I read this year. Um, I'm currently reading um, a space book about Tim Peake. Um, all different things. I'm, and you're kind of nourishing your brain, you know, and you just, again, I was well out of my comfort zone. I actually struggle to, I'm not, I'm, I'm not great at reading because I'm dyslexic. So I find things really hard. I talk very fast. I get words mixed up. Um, and it's really helped me out. I've become a lot more confident reading books now, especially when I'm in a class, I read books to a group of children. When I make mistakes, brilliant. They get to see me make a mistake reading a book. That's okay. No problem. We just deal with it. Um, so yeah, reading books has been a, a small 1% change that I've done um, and it made such a massive difference. Um, and I hope people at home or people that listen here can just go and, go and try something. Whatever you want to make a change, just go and make one change, but make it consistent. Go, don't go and make 10 changes that you won't keep. Just start with something little. Leave your phone downstairs overnight. Read a bit of book at night time. Just do something, but do it every day. That's the challenge, isn't it? Do it every day. Commit to it. Be accountable. I've made some notes on my mirror um, that I read every night. You know, have I stretched? Have I um, said a positive comment to my wife? You know, when you're around each other all day, you don't, you know, you're just like passing ships all the time. You're busy with the kids. You're in out of work go and say something really positive to my wife, you know, and it might sound really silly and like, don't you talk to your wife? Yeah, all the time. But how often do you sit down with a couple and actually, actually talk together? So I've made that part of my day, just little things, but you know, it, it makes a really, really big difference. So whatever it is you do, make one little difference and do it consistently. And it started with my, my, my burpees last year, one burpee a day. Just do it, just do it. Just got it done. And that, that's where it all started, mate. It started with one burpee a day. And it just snowballed. Um, have you have you read um, David Goggins' book? No, I haven't. I've been told by um, a couple of people to uh, to read very, it. Very, very good. Very good. Not just because of the motivation side of it, but his his childhood growing up, mate. And it's in it's insane. It's mm. insane. Um, he loves his running, and but some of the stuff he does about his buds training and some of the things he done was crazy. I mean, crazy. Um, and in my opinion you've got commitment and then you've got overcommitment that affects your family. And then, you know, sometimes you've got to go, actually, I want to spend time with my wife or my kids. I want to do X, Y, and Z. He was, he admits in the book, he's a very selfish line of life that he took, but he's a fantastic man. I love the book. Um, I, I, I watch his videos. Um, unbelievable guy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just making sure that you think about everything in your life, not just about one thing that is, is just for you. If you know what I mean? Um, 100%. So uh, it's just making sure that, you know, I think the the easiest way to put it is you find balance in whatever you do. You know, I love to work out and I try and do 45 minutes to an hour a day with it be just stretching or whatever, but my family and my work comes first. I just make sure that fits in around it. So it's just trying to find that balance. So I like to, I love my chocolate, mate. I love chocolate. So I'll have one, two chocolate bars a week. That'd be about it. On a weekend, I might treat myself, um, you know, so it's just, do something, but also find that balance and don't let it kind of take over. Do you know what I mean? That's a really, really important, really, really important point. Um, having that balance and and mm. I've got multiple avenues that I I have to keep myself in check with it for, you know, yeah. for example, you know, fitness and work, right? So being, you, you can um, relate to this too, being an athlete as a kid, right? or yeah. playing a sport and trying to be good at it as a kid, right? You spend so much time and energy into it and then you pair in work and now you need to, especially coaching, because you have to be so present and thinking about everything 
that and then all the stuff For behind sure. the scenes, right? Then that's that that's it. That's two. You've got 50%, you've got 50%. That's your hundred percent. But where's your family? Yeah. Or your family needs something. Yeah. Or your mates need something, or your significant other needs something, or just you need something else. Yeah. And it's like I, I say to myself all the time, I'm like, hey, I can do really well in sport and do really well in work at the same time. But I'm a miserable bastard to be around. <laughs> and I don't want to be like that. I do not want to yeah. be that guy that is so cranky and never, you know, as an ego thing as yourself for, for yourself, like, Hey, I don't want to feel miserable all the time and tired, but also you just don't want to be like that for other people. Cause you want to give energy towards other people. So it's like, all right, what are you going to yeah. let slip? Well, if you let your work slip, then you can no longer look after your family as well as you wanted to. You can no longer pursue things that you wanted to. You no longer look after yourself because for yourself, you want to pursue those things. So that can't, sure. that can't go. Obviously family can't go either. So what's left? Oh, you need to take a little bit of a step back with training. Sometimes you need yeah. to do one a days. You might need to only train for yeah. 60 minutes rather than 90 or two hours. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, have some balance. And Gary Vee is talking about it a lot, a lot of the moment. And I really fucking respect him for it simply because he's all about like hustle, right? And you and I are yeah. both are like work ungodly amount hard. Like just yeah. put your head down and go. But you need to know when to be like, hey, you've done enough, mate. And yeah. something for me at the moment, and I hope people hear this because you usually see me posting or working or doing this and doing that. And I'm like, how are you How are you doing everything? Like I had a meeting with a good mate of mine. He was like, mate, what do you actually do? Because I see you do everything. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I kind of do because I like to spin multiple plates and I like to like do everything sort of thing. But like Thursday, Friday, I'll train at dinner time. So I'll train at 12, 12 to one. And that's it. I'm done then. And my work day is done. So I basically have half days on Thursday, Friday, because, you know, I kind of got into the habit and the routine of doing a little bit of work on Saturday and then doing a little bit of work on Sunday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no, there's no complete days off. So I'm like, nah, I might come back and do a couple hours, but I'm done by four o'clock. I'm done by three o'clock, three thirty. So, and ideally, I'm done by one o'clock. So I'm like, all right, you put your head down and do half a day, and you're actually doing nothing for the rest of the day, or you're going to see people or whatever. And it's having that balance and being able to say, hey, you've done enough, mate. Like, look at your diary. Yeah, you've done so much this week. Mm-hmm. Calm yourself down, recharge the batteries. It's okay. Go spend some time with your loved ones. Go spend some time with yourself. Play some PlayStation. Go for a walk. Go sit in a hot pool or something. Have a drink. Yeah. Whatever it is, have that pizza and just, you know, relax because 80, 90% of the time you've been absolutely smashing it. It's okay to enjoy yeah. life. It certainly is, mate. And I think, you know, we we should be doing those things so we can enjoy life. Um, yes. And I think that's something I, I, I always try to install in my kids and, and, and with, with the missus. We just want to make sure that we are making the most of the situation with the COVID right now. We're at home together. So much of the work and stuff, make the most of it, which is why we do our Friday theme nights, for example, you know? Um, so it is hundred percent finding that balance. And I've, I've definitely made big mistakes in the past where my balance was very wrong. Um, you and me both. Especially during my football management days when I was managing um, non-league football, but it was still, you know, it took over, it's probably took over more time than my work. 
my job I was doing at the time. Um, and come home one day and the missus said, look, we don't see you. And it got quite tough. So again, that night I decided to, decided to resign. And I, I best decision I ever made was to put my family first for anything. And I have been in that place where I didn't put them first. Um, and it, it wasn't a nice, I knew I was doing it, but you're just so wrapped up in your own world. And you want to don't want to let your teammates down because teammates, you know, are very it's a very strong passion there, and you've got good friendships. And then you've got, oh, it'd be okay. It's just the Saturday, but then you've got the phone calls on the Friday. Then after the match, then the interviews for the paper. Then you've got this and that. And before you know it, it's the following Saturday, and you've got another game, and you're away again. And yeah, I made some really poor decisions. But if I didn't make those poor decisions, then maybe I wouldn't be who I am now, you know. So you've got, you've, got to, you've got to be able to swallow those pills and, like you say, shake hands with that moment. That's the devil. You've dealt with that. Now I'm going to move on and I'm going to try and use that and put something right going forwards. And I think right now, you know, the three things for me, you know, obviously family first. I've got my business, team spirit. And then I will work out each day um, or I do a stretching session um, or train Marley my daughter with her football or Frankie in her CrossFit so it's just tying them all together and just making sure it works um, and I think balance and consistency and the passion to do what you want to do is is everything is, is everything it really encompasses everything you want to achieve um, and I think if you're sat there now listening to this podcast and you think oh I'd like to achieve something no matter how small it is if you come up with an excuse that you can't do it get rid of the excuse and go and do it whatever it may be i haven't got time i make time i can't make time find time you know because you can you really can um but start with something small whether it be a book or taking your phone out your bedroom or even my new drinks bottle here i've got to drink that every day i'm a liter of water um so just be consistent be passionate about whatever you do and um you know leave no stone leave no stone unturned really Absolutely spot on, mate. Absolutely spot on. Right, I'm not going to keep you too long. Um, I know you got family duties. Oh, it's been great. I got Thank a you so much for having me again. I really appreciate it. Really nah. appreciate it. It's been fantastic fun. Yeah, always, mate. Always. You're always welcome. Um, and you're always welcome over here whenever the borders open up. We've heard that 2021. Oh, yeah. We're going to keep oh. the borders shut over here, which I don't really blame them. But, you know, <laughs> all, all of you are welcome over here, mate. So, Spend some pennies wisely and uh, come have yeah. a holiday. That sounds amazing. And don't forget, I'm going to be sending you my 40th birthday, my 40th birthday workout. Right. So that's going to be sent to you. It's four workouts over two days. Do them in any order you want. I will let you into a little secret. One of the workouts is called Fran E. Fran, Fran E. e. Okay. Oh. That's just a little taster for you, all right? It's Absolutely. going to be fun. It's going to get spicy, mate. There's going to be tears. There's going to be sweat. I'm sweat. And there's going to be lots and lots of fun. I can't wait. Tell you what, do them back to back. Do all four of them back to back. Boom, let's go. Up for it. <laughs> let's go. Up I sign myself up for. You call me out. Well, right. I'll, send him, I'll send him through to you. And obviously, yeah, so um, so it's cool. And um, if anyone listening wants to go onto the Chase Payne channel, get on YouTube, have a look. It's Chase Payne. And um, Alex, you're a superstar, mate. So, thanks so much for your time, man, and, and inviting me on again, mate. It means a lot. Thank you very much. Always, brother. I'll catch up with you very soon and look after that family, mate. Love you, man. Take care. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye.